Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the creator of Submission Support, our monthly membership to help you curate and submit your next wedding. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm super excited to be chatting with Lorianne Kuntz all about how to simplify your bookkeeping process. We all know that bookkeeping can feel very overwhelming for small business owners, and Lorianne is here to help us take out the overwhelm and give us some easy ways to get back on the right track. A little bit about Lorianne before we get started is that she is the owner and CEO of Profit Priority, a boutique accounting and fractional CFO firm helping creatives go from unsure to unstoppable when thinking about their finances. With over eight years of experience in accounting and small business finance, she has the insight and expertise to help you level up your business while removing the stress and burden of managing your finances. And I'm so happy that she's here. So let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Lorianne, can you say hi to everybody? Hi, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited about this conversation. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you doing today? I, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it's really nice here. It's like very folly and it just it makes me all happy. It's like my um, favorite season. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. New York just started to turn cold. Uh, we were 95 about a week ago and now we're in the 70s. So it's a big change, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Where sure. are you located again? I am like north of Dayton, Ohio. So very Midwesty. Um, I live on a farm. My husband farms like corn and soybeans. And so very, very Midwest farmer life around here. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, I'm excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about how to simplify your bookkeeping process. And I feel like bookkeeping is something uh, not a lot of people talk about. And it's really important for business owners, especially photographers who spend a lot of money on gear. So I'm excited to have you here. But before we get started, let's tell everybody a a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started. Yeah. So it's been, it's been quite the journey. Um, but to kind of like go back at the beginning, um, my parents both have businesses and I kind of grew up in a entrepreneurial household. Um, and I saw from a really quick, like in young age that we need to focus on our finances in order to like grow the business and in order to see kind of what's happening. Um, because that's where a lot of information comes from. Um, and then in school, I like numbers. And so combine those two together and I'm like, great, I'm going to go be an accountant. Like that's just the, <laughs> the path that you go. Um, and so I started going down that path. Fast forward a little bit. Um, I mean, I started working for my parents' companies in high school and learned a lot there. Fast forward, I ended up working at a local CPA tax firm. And I was there for probably like two years. Um, but I quickly was like, I just, this is not for me. Like mm-hmm. I did not like the, I didn't like it. Like I didn't like tax. I didn't like what we were doing. Um, I didn't like the structure. Um, but mainly the fact that people would come in at the end of the year and we would take what they have and then file their taxes, get whatever information we need for taxes and send them out the door. And I'm like, what are we doing? Because those people still are confused. They don't know what's going on in their numbers. And like, how are they running a business? Like, 
they're just kind of operating off of how they feel is doing good and what their bank account says. And I'm like, there's so much more to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there wasn't any support for that. And the clients that we would do, and this is a very common thing for tax firms to offer is to offer bookkeeping services. Um, and I do, if people follow, have followed me, like I, I'm a big advocate of having your bookkeeper and tax accountant separate um, because what was happening is the bookkeeping work we were doing would be very minimal. It'd be the only thing that we would be thinking about is like, okay, what do we need to have done for taxes? And it wasn't helping the business owner um, on like, okay, really getting detailed on the reports, really setting it up in a way that they understand it, taking the time to educate them and to walk through like what it actually looks like to run a business based off of the numbers. Yeah. And I just like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not staying here. So <laughs> I left. And then I started working for my uh, dad again. And then I started getting like a few side clients here and there. And um, I didn't really know kind of what I was going to be doing. Um, I was working part-time and I just was like, "Eh, I don't know, like, we'll see what happens. And then it just like kind of grew and like compounded because people would start referring me out. And so I'm like, okay, this needs to be like the actual business. I'm like, this is something that I can do from home with my kids um, I can do it during nap time. I can do it after like they go to bed or something like it's a very flexible job. And so that was something that really drew me to it. Um, and then really just to getting in the creative space, I kind of like started getting a few clients in the creative space. So a lot of photographers, brand and web designers, and I'm like, man, these people like really need my help. And it's like, what I wanted to do, um, was really to help them understand their finances and do it in like a modern, simple and easy understanding way. Um, so that's kind of how I came into the creative space. Um, but we just actually rebranded and renamed everything. So everything's under profit priority now. Um, it was under my name, but I grew into something that was more than just me because I have a team and, um, it's, it's been really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. I mean, expanding and growing is always exciting and a little nerve wracking. So good for you. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun. I just, it was, it's so funny. I've been thinking about a lot just through the rebrand. Um, it's just not anything that I thought or ever dreamed that I could be. And it's like so much better than any of my dreams. And oh, it's been that. really, it's been really fun. The clients, I think that's the biggest thing that's I I see out of it is just helping them understand their numbers and seeing how it affects their like business and their personal life. Yeah, definitely for sure. Well, I'm excited to jump right in and and talk all about bookkeeping. I have um, seen the success of having a full time bookkeeper, and I have a separate CPA, so I'm already following what you teach, which is good. So let's, let's talk about it. Like, why is bookkeeping important? You know, what is it for people who, who honestly don't know what it is? Yeah. So first off, I mean, you, you mentioned, and I mentioned having a bookkeeper and accountant separate, um, to kind of explain that a little bit is a bookkeeper is more in the day to day, month to month throughout you with the, like during the whole entire year on just like recording your transactions, making sure it like is matching exactly what's happening, make sure nothing's missing. Um, we do put a, a twist on our bookkeeping. So we send out like specialized reports and very customized things that really goes further than just the typical profit and loss and just the typical um, balance sheet and so forth. So we want to try to like put a modern twist to it. Um, 
But then accounting or an accountant and like CPA would be more so at the end of the year, you go to them and they will take what you have and file your taxes. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the way that I explain the difference is like doctors, um, they all have the basic understanding of what everybody does, but then each person picks a area of expertise and goes in that field. Um, So it's all about numbers, but a bookkeeper helps you throughout the year tracking it seeing what is actually happening, um, making sure that you actually are profiting on what you're doing, Mm -hmm. um, making sure that all of um, your purchases make sense, make sure that all of your pricing makes sense, um, being able to see things split out, but then also being able to like really plan for the highs and lows. Um, A lot of my photographers, and I'm sure as you know, like there's highs and lows in like photography businesses, um, especially wedding photographers. And we plan for that. Like, we're like, okay, all right, we're going to have a big influx of money coming in at this time of the year. And then it's going to be like dead for a few months. Mm -hmm. And so we use what the numbers are telling us in order to prepare for that so that it's not detrimental to your business. It's not detrimental to your personal finances because your business is what's funding and supporting your personal life. So we want to make sure that's covered. Um, so there's more than just like recording transactions. It's more so of like, all right, let's take this information and make sure that we're using it in a way that is going to grow the business and be able to see what is happening. Now, I know it's sometimes very like scary to look at, like, it's like, okay, what, what's going on? I don't know how to read these reports. I don't know what's happening. I would rather just like shove it aside and go, go do my thing. Um, but it is something that's very important to look at. I will say most of the businesses that I see not doing well or that are failing are ones that are not paying enough attention on their finances because that's where so much information comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers can be scary, especially for creatives. Yeah. I have talked about this a lot on the show um, throughout the course of uh, TV Day. It's like, I was really trepidatious about looking at my numbers because I was afraid but then once I saw them, I was like, oh, they're, they're actually not scary at all. Or, you know, my the people that I work with are really kind and caring and they sit with me and they can explain things in a way that my creative brain understands because mm-hmm. it's hard. Like I'm a visual learner and a visual seer, you know, like with the photography is my career and a lot of people yeah. who listen. So it can be scary, but having someone who can really make it easy for you is so important and can help you go forward. And I was going to, you you said something that made me think about what's happening now, sort of in the photography or um, wedding industry or events industry is that we're kind of in a downturn from Mm -hmm. the craziness of the last three years, like two years. So it's interesting, you know, to have someone on your side be like, okay, like this year isn't turning out the way we thought. So how do we adjust, you know, and having someone like you and your in their corner is going to help them sort of navigate a slower time, which we're we're kind of in. Yeah. And it's something that I feel like people get even more scared to look at their numbers in this time. Like they know it's important, but they're like kind of scared to find out what is actually happening. Um, because they're like, I, I I don't know. Like I don't, it's just there's a lot of feelings and emotions that surround numbers and money. And money in of itself is just it's it's a tool. It's not, there's nothing attached to it, but with our mindset and the way that we view it, we create emotions to how we look at money and finances. And so like when we're in a slower season or in a downturn, 
off of like what happened with COVID and the big influx of things that happened after it. Um, it's almost like, I don't know, there's just a certain mindset that we have to get through and be like, okay, this is what is actually happening. Like, this is what's going on. Now, what is our plan going forward? Because we got to adjust and redo some of our tactics and some of the things that we're doing in order to make it through and make like shift the business a little bit to get through this slower time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so now that we kind of know what bookkeeping is and why it's important, you know, how do we start to simplify this process? Yeah, I think so. It kind of depends on where you're at in your like business journey and what you have available. Um, obviously the easiest way to simplify is to outsource it, (laughs) but (laughs) not everyone's there. And I will be the first to say, like, I have some people that come to me and I'm like, you're not quite at the point to like outsourcing makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you're at the beginning or even if you're in a couple years in and, and outsourcing is just not an option, like it's not, not in the budget. I will say like, you need to know your numbers in order to know if you can outsource. So it's kind of like a, like where, where do you look at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, I don't know if I can outsource, but wait, what are you looking at if you haven't done your numbers? Um, but if you're just starting out the biggest thing and everyone's heard it and they know it, but you need to make sure that you have the different bank accounts. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's, I always say that and people are really like, duh, like we already know that. But the amount of times that people come to me and they're like five, six, seven years in business and they might have different bank accounts, but they're still really mixing their stuff. Um, It it happens a lot. And I'm not like someone that's just like judge someone or get up, like be like, no, you shouldn't do this. Like I, it's so easy to do. um, And it's so easy to get in a habit of doing. But the problem with doing that is that it's really hurting the way that you're looking at your reports. It makes bookkeeping difficult. It makes uh, cash flow management really hard um, and hard to plan out. Um, So we really want to make sure we have the separate accounts. Um, The other things that we should do is to really look at our systems and the way that we're keeping track of our numbers. So um, I don't know, what was like the way that before you outsource, how did you do it? Oh gosh, I had a spreadsheet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I had an Excel spreadsheet that I wrote everything down and then I would send that to my um CPA for taxes and she hated it. And she put yeah. up with it cuz she was nice, but then she finally was like you need to be on QuickBooks and you, and I just with the the over the course of the she sat she we did a Zoom and she showed me how to use it and then Come the next tax season, it took her a day to do my taxes because everything was in there and easily for her to understand. And it was such a pleasant experience that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I waited so long to get on QuickBooks. So for me, it was sort of the ease of tax season because everything was digital and already put it in the right categories and um, reconciled correctly. You know, it was just... It was a lightning bulb moment for me. And uh, I've been preaching its praises ever since. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely like a lot of people will start out in a spreadsheet because really that's where they should start out. Like it's a very, if you're have just a couple of transactions coming in and out here and there, um, spreadsheets just very easy to use. You don't have a software subscription. You don't have to like learn the softwares. Um, And so spreadsheets are 
normally where people start out. And I think they're a great tool for that like season of the business. But then there comes a time, like, you know, that it just is not, it's, it's not working. Yeah. Too many things are happening. Um, it doesn't give you like a really a balance sheet to see like your assets and liabilities. It's not like making sure that things are reconciled. Like it's just like kind of here and there, like could be possible errors that are happening. Um, and so it's just like, okay, it's time. It's time to s- switch to a software. Right. I will say though, with switching to a software, there is a learning curve. Um, and I want to make sure that people understand what they're doing when they're switching to softwares and they're DIYing it inside of a software because things can quickly get messed up and inside of QuickBooks and any other software too, um, they will like guess what account it should go to. So I see a lot of people just like going and clicking based off of QuickBooks guesses and it's, that's not right. Right. Um, and then even that's the hard way too. Oh Yeah. Um, yeah, one, uh, a story I like to share, well, not like to share, but I think it's, you know, she said to me, she's looking at my account. She goes, so do you have $25,000 worth of credit card debt? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? She goes, well, everything is not right. And I, the way that the payments like QuickBooks thinks that it's smarter than you. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not, it's not, it's not. So I had to go back and like put the payments in the right accounts and then it balanced out to zero. And I was like, okay, whoo. But you know, yeah. at least it, it was there and she caught it and it was fixable, but you still sweat when you use QuickBooks too. So you, you need to know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I will say like, you have a great, great accountant to find that um, and to like question it. But I have worked with other CPAs that are just like, we'll take the business owner's like word for things. Like if they're up to date, that's great. They'll pull the reports and do the taxes. Right. Yeah. So and so checking. that's, yeah, there's no checking because it's not their job. Like their jobs to file the taxes. Right. Now there, you ideally want to find a CPA to where if they pull a report and something stands out like $25,000 of credit card debt, they'll question it. Right. Um, but not everyone does. So that's why you need to just be very careful with the softwares that you are using um, and making sure that they're getting reconciled. Because like if you would go through and reconcile them every single month, like you would be like, oh, wait, this is not what this is not what it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah. I think the yeah, I think the biggest thing is finding finding something that works for you if you are in a DIY standpoint. Like if you're not if you don't understand it, then you're not going to get it done. Like it's going to be something that gets like pushed aside because it's just like, I don't know like what's happening here and there. I don't know how to use this software. I don't know what's here. And if that's kind of what you're thinking, like one, either block off a bunch of time to learn it, which would be a good investment or just do it in a spreadsheet Um, because we want to make sure it's simple, easy for you to understand. So you can go and do your bookkeeping and then get on to your other CEO tasks that you need to be focusing on to run the business. Um, So I think there's like a catch 2020 with spreadsheet versus software. But the biggest thing is what is the easiest for you in the stage of business that you are in right now? Yeah. So what would you say, you know, what or where would you say are the top maybe like area or areas of bookkeeping that we should simplify first? You know, what, what is the first thing that we should do like after this call or this week? Yeah. Um, I would take a look at all of like the way that you're receiving payments. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of people that come to me and be like, yeah, we're receiving payment through Finmo and through Square and through Stripe and through HoneyBook. And I'm like, 
okay, there's a lot of stuff that's happening right here. Like let's, let's find one or two ways that people can, can pay you and let's make that like your go-to. Um, I think that makes things a lot easier and a lot, um, more simple whenever you go in to record all of your income um, and make sure that like nothing's missing and things are actually getting deposited from any like payment processor. Um, the other thing that I would do is to get a system for your bank accounts. Um, I don't know. There's so many different, there's so many different ideas and ways to do bank accounts and organize them to make sense. I kind of use a simplified profit first method. Um, I don't know. Do you follow profit first at all? Um, I do not, but I'm very familiar okay. with it. So yeah. yeah, I yeah, we've talked about it a bunch here. A lot of people okay. do that a lot. They pay themselves first and then they pay the mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like to use I, I like the way that he sets up the bank accounts. I, I think it can be a little bit confusing for creatives. And so mm-hmm. I like to simplify that down. Um, if you can't tell, I'm a big, like, let's sim- simplify all of the financial <laughs> stuff. Um, and so what we do is I like to have a um income like operating account that's your main checking account that's where everything flows in and out of and then from there you have like a business savings and then a tax savings and this kind of keeps keeps things separate to where whenever you have your numbers done for every month you can transfer some month like money over to your tax savings you can transfer some money over to your business savings um but then the main area that of things that are happening is in your checking account um, but that way you can see like, okay, I had this much set aside for like estimated taxes or when the tax bill comes and I have this much set aside in business savings and to where if you want to go get a new camera or you want to invest in a program or something, you're like, okay, I have this set aside for those types of things. Um, and so I think that's the biggest, I don't know, I see the most success with that setup. Obviously you can open up more depending on like your, um, what your goals and what you're doing with your business at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But I like those three bank account systems. And I will say the business savings, I like people to build up um, like three to six months of um, business expenses inside of there, especially for photographers, whenever they have like a dip um, throughout like a yearly cycle dip, like January, February, March, if you're like a wedding photographer is normally pretty slow. Yeah. Um, so have that savings built up. And so that way, whenever you get to the slower months, you can still pay yourself. You can still invest in things and get education during your slower times. Um, but it's not going to like hurt your business and you're not going to like put on a credit card or anything. Yeah, no, I love that. That's a, it feels really nice to hear and doesn't feel overwhelming. Uh, yeah. Like those bank accounts seem like pretty, the names are easy to understand. You know, they are what they say. <laughs> so it's already yeah. like easier, like on the brain and not overwhelming. I feel like, why do you think that it's so overwhelming to get started? You know, I mean, I feel like if we have to do this on our own or, you know, how can we get help? I feel like maybe people listening, my hearts might be palpitating like, oh, I don't even want to start this. But, you know, why, where should, you know, why is it so overwhelming? Like with bank accounts, yeah, or just like your finances. Like I think you're just taught early on that like money Mm -hmm. is bad and money is hard, and you need a degree. But like, really, it sounds like the things that you're, the things that you're saying feel like very easy to do. You know, like manageable. Yeah, and I I want to make sure that like everyone listening is like you you are capable of doing this it might come easier to some and it might come harder to others. Like we all have our areas that we excel in, which is why I'm, I'm not a photographer. Like I just am <laughs> not, I'm not great at, I'm not great at getting good angles and lighting and stuff like that. Um, 
And so the people that are there, like that's awesome. And so numbers and finances might be hard for you to get started and hard to see, like harder than maybe someone like me, but you are capable of doing it. Um, There's so many more like resources out there right now to be able to learn. Uh, There's podcasts to listen to this episode (laughs) to listen to. Um, There's so much education, but I do think what you're saying is it comes down to kind of like how we were trained and raised as a kid Mm -hmm. and as a child and in our school systems. Like, I just, I don't understand why there's not like mandatory, like financial classes in high school. Like it's, it's starting to become a thing, but I'm just like, I don't ever do anything with chemistry. Like I don't ever do anything <laughs> with like trigger, like all this stuff. Yeah, like I totally, but the basic life things and even some college degrees, I'm like, you have no management of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what happens is if, if people don't have any grasp of money, they might not be trained from in, in the school system. And so therefore it falls on the parents or whoever's raising you. And if they're like, it just, it's a spiral thing because they probably weren't trained from like their younger ages. Um, and so then whenever you get out of high school, then you get immediately preyed upon with, uh, college and taking out a bunch of college loans and like a lot of people right out of high school just don't understand what they're signing off to. And then it just like continues to go on. And I'm not saying college loans are bad at all. I'm just saying like, we just need to understand what is going on whenever we are signing off on stuff and whenever like people are starting to get you because they're in the process of like making money. Um, And so they're immediately going after it. And then you go to college, you, you go to college for four years, you get out of college and then you go into your workplace environment. And then it's just like, whoa, like what is going on now? I I have to like, I'm paying my own bills and I'm, I'm doing this and that. And I have all this college debt that I need to pay off. And it's there, it's just a whole process from little up. Um, but I think the biggest thing to think through and I don't know, realize is that one, it's very important, uh, that you look at your numbers and that you take this like as a serious thing, because it is, it's how you're going to get ahead and, like personal life and business life. Like it's, it's how you're going to get financially ahead yeah. Um, because it tells you a lot, but two is that just start from the very beginning and just take one step at a time. Like yeah. if I, I don't want you to do like everything that I talk about in this episode, or you see on my Instagram or my blog or anything, don't try to do everything at once. Like, it's like whenever someone tries to lose weight, like you can't, you can't go out and work out 90 minutes a day and train for a half marathon and try to like, eat a certain way and drink a gallon of water and all this stuff. Like even like the, there's like the 75 hard challenge, which I do want to do, but it's like a lot of stuff. And if you try to go out every day, it's very hard to do, to yeah. get all and these things. to maintain. I, I, yeah. I like the best advice I ever got was like two pounds at a time, right? You yeah. like to lose weight. It's like you just do little bites every day. And then mm-hmm. they all add up. And after over a year, that could be 60 or 80 pounds. But I think with finance, finance, it's like one thing at a time, right? So let's, yeah. you know, like, so, you know, when people are listening, um, what would be maybe your top three things that they should sort of tackle in order? Like, you know, so they're yeah. like not overwhelmed. Like what yeah. would be your number one, two, and three recommendations to to simplify your process, your bookkeeping um, starting today? Yeah. I mean, kind of going back to what I was saying before, I would say one, make sure you have your separate bank accounts open. And just for starters, 
If you want to just start out with this, just one checking account, like I'm totally fine with that. Have a, a just a checking account that's separate from your like personal accounts. Mm-hmm. You have a if I don't always recommend a credit card right away. Um, but that's a whole whole nother conversation. Um, <laughs> Episode two but, coming back. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> um, but like, I would just get a checking account. You have a debit card there. Just use that for a while, and then two after that's all set up and everything's good to go there. Get a spreadsheet. Get um, something that you understand. If you are in a season where you have the checking account, you have things going. The spreadsheet just might not be serving you. Then get the software. Um, learn about it, take courses, talk to people, because like you have said, it's can quickly become messy and we want to make sure that you're looking at accurate reports. Um, and then number three is to kind of go back, restructure the bank accounts, add those extra ones, but then start looking at the reports that you're doing and start like planning for the future. Um, and that's that there's a lot there. Um, and so I would say, look and be like, just notice, like, just what are the highs? What are the lows? Why was my expense higher in business development this month versus that month? Um, and then it's being like, okay, great. I invested in a program or a coach. How did that pay off? Like think through certain things, like really just like look at every single line on your reports and see if there's any difference month over month. Yeah. Um, and then that's going to help you really plan for budgeting and projections and all the, all the accountancy financial <laughs> language stuff that happens after that. Um, but you really want to be able to see, okay, what is happening? But in order to do that, you need to make sure you have your bank account set up and make sure you have a good bookkeeping system set up. That sounds great. That sounds doable. That sounds really easy. That sounds something yeah. that is not too overwhelming and you can do a little bit uh, at a time, maybe one task a week if you're slow or one task a day. If you're like me, I I love a good list. I love a good to-do list. I get them done and I like to move on. So th- they sound really great, Lorianne, and they feel very easy um, for people listening, and at least for me, that's my uh, that's my opinion. <laughs> they feel yeah. they feel uh, doable, which is awesome, and I hope people feel the same way and and start taking care of their bookkeeping because it's important. And you know, the more you, it's like that um, those uh, commercials, the more you know, like it's better to plan. And yeah. like I love that you um, have your people, your clients, do a emergency plan, like three to six months, and have the funds available because we do, you know, as creatives, we have good times and we have down times and it's good to be prepared. So I love that. Yeah. I love that you're thinking for them. And so they don't stress, you know, I feel like even in this sort of season right now, um, having the extra money in the accounts is really like, takes away the worry, you know, it takes away mm-hmm. the, uh, the overwhelm and the stress. So I love that. This is so great. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like this is really going to be helpful for a lot of people. So it really makes me excited. Um, But yeah, let's tell everybody where they can find more about you, your services, about your new business name and uh, say hello online. Yeah. Okay. So you can find me personally at lauriannekoontz.co on Instagram. Um, we do have a business account. It's Profit Priority. Um, but then you can find us at profitpriority.com. 
um, or .co. It's .co. Again, getting used to it. Um, <laughs> ProfitPriority.co. Um, and that's where you can learn kind of about us and our team and kind of like what we stand for and how we can help help everybody. Uh, we serve a lot of people from the very beginning stage of their business um, to multi seven-figure businesses. So we kind of uh, try to fit and like help people with where they're at. Um and so as we are transitioning into the rebrand and everything like that, I'm super excited to be um, able to offer a little bit more in that area. So mm-hmm. that's where you can find us. Um, yeah, I'd love for you to come over and say hello. Yeah, that's awesome. And are you accepting new clients? Yes, we are currently accepting new clients um, throughout the end of this year, which is right now it's 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll probably take a little bit of break during tax season um, to where we can serve our current clients. Um, but we can all, we always have like a wait list going on. Oh, super. Okay, great. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in finding out more about Lorianne and her company, you can swipe on up right now, click on those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. Lorianne, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so nice to talk to you. And I really like today's episode and I hope you come back real soon. Yes. Thank you so much. hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Lorianne for being our wonderful guest today. Thank you so much for making us feel a little bit better about bookkeeping. If you guys want to find out more about Lorianne and her services, swipe on up, click on those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.